0: people. Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week on the show, we are concluding our three-part serialized playthrough of *Knight's Black Agents, Solo Ops. As friend of the show, Cole Burkhart, one of the producers behind the Piece of Cake podcasting network and the Null and Void podcast, joins us to take on the role of Special Agent Layla Khan for a third and final mission, staring down the vampire conspiracy. If you haven't been able to figure it out yet, I love this game a whole lot. Cole is one of my favorite people to play games with. This session turned out super, super fun. I had a great time recording all three of these episodes. I think you're really going to dig this episode. But first, a few quick things that I want to lay out. One, I hecked up, fam. So I had this big plan to create this serialized narrative across all three of these episodes. And you know what I didn't do in between episodes is read the next game that I would be running. So uh, at the end of Grant's session, I realized that he had this thing about this voicemail from uh, Harry Coleman. So I kind of quickly wrapped that up in the end of the second episode without realizing that that was like the central adventure hook for part three. So there's a plot inconsistency between these, like my big plan kind of fell through, but... There's still three great episodes. Just picture it like a production change in between James Bond movies. Or maybe it was a dream sequence. Who knows? It's up for your interpretation. Anyway, uh, as I mentioned in the last few episodes, if you really want to support the show, the best way to do that at this moment is to go into the show notes. There are some incredible mutual aid resources as well as Friends of mine whose income has been impacted, uh, the best way to support the show at this moment is to support them, because uh, supporting my friends is what's making this all worth it at the moment, so go do that. If you send me proof of a donation to any of the causes linked in the show notes, I will send you a very special gift in exchange. And with that said, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am joined once again by my good friend Cole Burkhardt Cole. Thank you so much for coming back on Party of One. I'm so excited to have you back on the show again.
1: Thanks for having me. Love to be Uh, here.
0: uh, It's a pleasure. Always a pleasure. So real quick, before we dive in, before we we go murdering vampires, why (laughs) don't you take a moment and let the lovely listeners at home know about all the stuff you've got going on that you might want them to know about.
1: Oh, I forgot to ask, when is this coming out? This is coming
0: out probably end of April.
1: Okay, Uh, end of April means that I will be in full swing. We will have at least two episodes out of the podcast Null and Void. It is a modern uh, sci-fi... A uh, uh, audio drama about the hellscape that is capitalism and trying to survive as a queer person of color in a majority white landscape. Um, if you want to go and find us, you can find us on Twitter at Null and Void Pod.
0: That sounds great. I'm I'm super hyped for it. I've seen a little <laughs> bit of it on Twitter. Like I backed the Indiegogo. It just sounds super good, and yeah. I'm I'm really really excited to. It's not out at the time of this recording, which is (laughs) why I'm talking about, like, being excited for it, but I'm very excited for
1: it. I want that note. thank you for your support.
0: Uh, So, as I mentioned, uh, this week, this is the final of our three-part Knights Black Agents uh, three-part series. We are continuing the story of MI6 agent Layla Khan. Uh, We are picking up shortly after our previous session. So, uh, Cole, would you like me to give you a rundown of, of what has happened in the life of Layla Khan in the last eventful few
1: weeks? (laughs) Sure.
0: Okay. So Layla Khan, MI6 agent, um, and maybe vampire, maybe Thrall, we're not clear. Play to find out. Um, was taken, or was an MI6 agent who was, uh, became convinced of a vampire conspiracy. In investigating that vampire conspiracy, um you found out i was right (laughs) you did you were you you got it you mission accomplished (laughs) um however the cost of being right here was that you were uh taken in by a vampire named jovizo and for several years you've been a vampire assassin uh since waking up in a hospital in budapest a few weeks ago you've been shot stabbed chased down by biker bandits it's been (laughs) a long couple weeks um, most notably for the purposes of this mission, you are you've just uh took out an associate of a very powerful Romanian vampire named Carlisle. Carlisle's associate was attempting to himself summon another vampire, an older, like first generation Romanian vampire who had been staked and buried and was about was in a position to come back to life. Mm-hmm. When our vampiric minion uh dragged, like, bought his body in an auction and was going to revive him. You know, as you do. As you do. When you uh intercepted it, killed him, killed his uh, vampiric wolf monster minion, killed the vampire itself. Everything's good. Everything's good. You know, raise the banner. <laughs> Except for one small problem. And that is, there's still this voicemail that is haunting you. You got a voicemail from your associate, Harry Coleman, MI6 agent. He was your handler when you were in MI6, you know, a real prim and proper type, didn't really, didn't agree with you on the vampire conspiracy, kind of like, let you burn, let you burn your own bridge, so to speak. Called you a few weeks ago, sounded drunk and terrified and basically said, you're right, you're right, you're right. Oh God, you're right. And that voicemail has been sitting in your burner phone inbox for the per- the, the length of this operation, mm. which probably is why when, which is probably why when Jimmy Link, uh, Jimmy Linklath contacted you, MI6 agent and said that he was looking into Harry Coleman having gone missing. Probably why you were willing to take that case or why you were willing to talk to Jimmy. Yeah. Now, it's been a few, it, it's been a few, there's been a few weeks of quiet in between Uh, you getting chased down by vampires and Jimmy meeting you. Where are you meeting, where are you meeting Jimmy and what have you been up to in the last few weeks?
1: Uh, I have mostly been trying to hang out with uh, Rostami and patching out all of my wounds. Um, I've been fighting for a while and very hurt and still under a couple thralls and stuff. And so I'd, I'd like to uh, lick my wounds, so to speak, um, before Perfect. I dive into anything uh, that's probably going to get me shot or stabbed again.
0: That's fair. Uh, so you had going into this two problems that will clear right off the bat, which were your oh. battle damage and your vampires thrall uh, because you've had a few, you've had a little time to, to, to clean up after the fight um in fact i think we 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 catch layla um in a uh hungarian coffee shop um we see a, a an older woman in a very puffy coat like get into an unmarked car and disappear just as a very young frighteningly young like upsettingly <laughs> young uh baby-faced british very blatantly, obviously, a British intelligence agent comes and sits across from you and like throws you a folder.
1: <sighs> They're sending kids these days. Well, you
0: know, it's a, uh, it's it's. Uh, listen, this is, I, I'm taking a personal investment in this case. Harry was a a friend. He was a mentor, and I personally want to make sure that. He is okay.
1: All right, so what have you found out?
0: Well, it's been... He was due for a check-in. He's been deployed in Moscow. He was due for a check-in a week ago, and he has not responded, and MI6 uh, has attempted to contact, and we've made no, uh, no headway into that matter. MI6 is, understandably, a little bit hesitant into sending too many resources after going a- going into an agent that was deep undercover and so we are looking into um less non-deniable mm-hmm. channels hence the conversation
1: hmm. uh i think layla just picks up the folder and begins uh picks up the uh no hold on um Layla picks up the folder and just slides it into like a jacket pocket without looking at it um and goes you've tried all the usual contacts and burner phone numbers all our normal routes
0: everything everything all of our normal uh channels have come up null and void uh it is a <laughs> fuck you i didn't mean it to, it, it it started it, it Look, it didn't. It wasn't not intentional. But once I started going down the road, I couldn't stop. It's okay.
1: It. I made a podcast with the worst SEO ever. So
0: the, the police. My my podcast is called "Party of One." I get. It. <laughs> we are we are alike in this. Um, so we've tried all our normal channels. They've come up empty. Um, we, we need to simply put like as far as we can go, as far as we can go without making our efforts known you know we want to keep the fsb out of this so we can't do too much which is why we want to bring on someone that we aren't directly associated with but that knew who knew who care uh who harry was and worked with him and can, could know the places to shake him down in exchange we will well let's put it this way we are prepared to welcomed you back into the fold to the families
1: so <laughs> and if i fail you've got someone else to blame uh
0: he, he pauses for a moment and you you notice that he doesn't say no to that <laughs> he doesn't he makes no effort to correct you
1: yeah uh that's what i thought um tonight i guess tonight i i i want to See if he's, like, bullshitting me or if he's withholding any other information.
0: Um, um he is... So he's clearly telling the truth. Like, he... He mm-hmm. he uh he definitely is... He definitely is telling the... He, you can tell he thinks of you as an asset more than a person, right? Like, yeah. that's part... That's not exactly... He is definitely trying to be very genuine about finding... About finding Coleman, but... Um you'll notice but like he is a little too eager to
1: mm, like Coleman may not necessarily want them to find him.
0: Uh even more so than that like it seems like he wants to find Coleman more than like the than like perhaps is officially noted. Ah. Like he wants to he wants to make sure that like he wants to burn this asset and confirm that Coleman is dead. Like you get the vibe. Like hearing everything that he's saying, the fact that they've gone through their official channels, the fact that they're not trying to, they're not, they don't want to get involved with FSB. You you as a spy know that that generally means that MI6 has written him off at yeah. that point. Like um, they're not necessarily going to send uh freelance agents into a hot zone to try and find an agent. They're just gonna write that agent off right. as gone. So him coming to you feels like this is uh Jimmy coming to you, and not Mi6 coming
1: to you. mm mm-hmm. Um, I think Layla's gonna go. Um, like, kind of trying to like lead him into it. Uh, will like lean back in her chair and go, "What does it matter? He's probably dead anyways. No contact, and how many weeks?
0: Well, I one week, but we. That's uh, that seems to be Mi6's. Um, that seems to be Mi6's. Uh stance on it, but... What's yours? Harry was a mentor to me. I I care about him a lot, and he was a good man. He had a wife, he had a life, and I... I want to be sure, before we tell that wife that he died in the field, that he died in the field.
1: Mm. Uh, Layla's gonna take a sip of whatever coffee she's drinking and kind of eye this kid and then set her drink down and go, I'm not promising anything, but I'll see what I can do.
0: We appreciate that. Um, If there's anything you need as far as resources getting into Moscow, any other intel on Harry, please, and he hands you, he hands you what is, what is like, a business card that says like, uh, you know, Marcus Finnegan mm-hmm. or something like it's obviously like a, a uh, like a burner identity. But he's yeah, like, this is this is, you know, feel free to contact me here. This is my this is the easiest way to get a hold of me specifically and not my superiors mm-hmm. and not get bogged down in the red tape.
1: I uh, quickly enter it into my phone and then I dip the business card in my coffee um, and stand up and walk away.
0: Perfect. Flawless. So you've got a folder of information on Harry Coleman. Um, I'll, I'll tell you all of what it says, um, mm-hmm. but where where do you go to discreetly look at this?
1: Uh, I am probably still holed up with uh, Rostami. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm saying this partly because I think it, I, A, I think it's true. And B, because I love paranoid vampire hunters and want to have scenes with them. Sure. Um, uh, but yeah, I probably want to go hold up somewhere where someone like, cause I just told like a pretty big, like yeah. a pretty big target. I don't super want to be seen and sure. going to be with a paranoid vampire hunter is probably the best way to not be found.
0: Yes. Um, so we cut to her apartment, you know uh conspiracy boards on the wall uh shotguns on wires <laughs> pointed at the outside door, and these folders are basically spread out and she's like smoking a clove cigarette <laughs> and it's like so what they're just you're just their designated hunter now like what is what 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 is your role in this like
1: I didn't agree to anything, but i think harry may have stumbled onto something and you know why not see if it's good or bad
0: well i mean if he stumbled onto something then i frankly it sounds like mi6 is probably right and he's probably gone
1: no harry's harry's better than that
0: yeah, I'm, I'm certain you would have said the same thing about yourself a few years ago
1: i'm still alive aren't i Oh, well, yeah.
0: you're welcome for that.
1: <laughs> I, so, I still need to thank you for that.
0: Uh, don't don't su- don't suck any more blood and steal any more souls, and we'll call it even.
1: <laughs> I will do my best to promise that.
0: And that's all I can ask. And so uh, we kind of zoom in on the folders, and we kind of get the you know map uh, a map montage of like photos and maps and. Um, essentially. So Harry Coleman was, uh, stationed in Moscow. He was, he, you, fi- you see that he was sort of ordered to be in Moscow looking at the mili- Russian military industrial complex, especially high tech or unusual weapons developments, cyber intrusions, psych ops, nonlinear warfare. Um, he was a little bit of an obsessive into these things. It's part of what the two of you shared. Uh, you have sort of flashes of these conversations with Harry once upon a time. Um, and you notice that like in the last few months he had been running a brokerage firm that connects wealthy russians with investment and property opportunities overseas sanctioned money laundering but uh with MI6 backed money so that they can kind of track who takes mm-hmm. it. um that that was what he was doing in moscow that's what the files indicate that's indicates like who he was with and You know, the last recorded contact was a few weeks ago, and it seemed like everything was normal, but almost too normal. Like, as you look through files, you definitely get the vibe of, like, a lot of this all checks out, everything good. You know, a lot of very short, uh, very short, bland topics of that nature. Mm. And... The one thing that you look at, um, you match dates and you notice that um, the one thing you notice is they they the the reports get less detailed and more everything is fine. Kind of right, like there's a real hard line into when they kind of go from uh, detailed reports of like, I think this person's up to this. I think this person is playing that person mm. to Everything's fine. No, no, no need. No, no need to raise an alarm. And you notice that like the date of those that like hard line, that hard shift in conversation happens to line up really, really closely with that voicemail that you have on your phone.
1: Yeah, it seems about right. Um, is there any way to figure out like, do I know where he'd been located? Do we know like some of the, do they give any information about like the area um that he'd been like staying or who he'd been staying with any of his contacts?
0: yes, you do have you do have some of that information you have um you have a lot of information on like where he was staying in Moscow like the specific right. hotels the specific uh like uh firms that he was working with you kind of have all of that information everything points to. Uh, like sort of lower end, mm. easy. You as a spy know these as as for lack of a better way to put them, the spy districts. Yeah, in, like in Moscow, the places where you stay, where you're.
1: You don't completely... want to be known. You don't yeah. want people to like. Okay, cool. That might make things a bit difficult. Um, we know who he was investigating.
0: Yes. He was uh so he was doing uh actually I don't think so. No, 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 you don't you don't have a clear picture of that because all of the reports so clearly kind of indicate a uh so clearly indicate like everything is fine. Like he was very consciously like keeping those things mm. off of the radar. Mm. Fuck.
1: I cold don't know where to start.
0: Well, <laughs> I w- I would I, I will I will point you in the direction of Moscow.
1: Cool. Let's just get to Moscow then. Um I'm All gonna right. I'm gonna turn to Rastami and go, So you know any way to get into Moscow undetected?
0: And she leans in and she's like, Well, I I have some people that can get you moving that can get you along the way, but uh you're also a spy, you can figure it out. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you for a cover challenge as you cross over the border into Moscow.
1: Okay. Um, so I have two cover. Um, yes. So I roll, what, 2d6 so or 1d6? You're gonna, uh,
0: so you can roll up to 2d6. Roll me 1d6. Yeah. And I'll tell you where you're at.
1: <laughs> I rolled a two.
0: Okay. So at a two, you're gonna wanna probably roll that second dice, because like, um, so what happens is, we see you entering into Moscow, we see the car, and we see them, uh, we see Russian, a Russian, like, uh, police officers. Yeah, 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 there's clearly checkpoints and stuff. You're clearly going to be pulled out and, like, questioned if you don't, if you don't, like, have cover, if you don't have, like, identity stuff ready yet. Right. Just to say roll in that 76.
1: Okay, that one was better. That one was a four.
0: Okay, so that puts you at a six total?
1: Uh yes.
0: Okay, perfect. You make it through without being flagged. Um you can't be certain the FSB haven't chosen you at random, but mm-hmm. uh But it's enough. Yeah, but you're 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 across the border and that's really what matters. Um you uh you do have so so you get to, you get to kind of where he was staying and you notice that um there is there only seems to be one kind of research clue around like so you have you have some some leads most right. notably
1: so i have, mean i guess i sorry. might as well use that general ability of i've got um oh i guess that's an investigative ability for research mm-hmm.
0: yes so um, you are able to find that Coleman is run- Coleman was uh, there's a there's a there's a firm, an investment firm in this neighborhood, which is right. not kind of not not the kind of neighborhood that would house an investment firm. Cathedral Dome Investments.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: have a pretty strong idea that that might be.
1: Yeah, uh, I think with that, I'm gonna like definitely go undercover. I'm gonna be looking to make just a couple small investments. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I don't know like a fucking like. Who makes investments overseas besides politicians? Right. Um I will probably try to keep it as vague as I possibly can, because it seems like one of those places that I can, I can, um, that I'm going to ask too many questions, but I'm going to go in and like, pretend to be interested in doing business.
0: Great. Um, you do this, you talk to, you know, you play all the right cards, right? Like you. Yeah. And you clearly kind of get the idea um, that these are, this is a firm in charge of taking Russian oil and gas money and reinvesting it in the West. It's not, Mm. it's, it's pretty clearly illegal, but yeah, it is. um, It's, it's just, it's just enough of a gray area where (laughs) no one like asks about it.
1: Sorry. I'm looking through it all my abilities and seeing what it was something I would some seeing something I would do um i have good electronic surveillance and surveillance in general i'm mm-hmm. wondering if there is a way i can sneak away to go use the bathroom go powder my oh, nose um, sure. try and find their like security room and look through and see if i can confirm that pullman was here
0: yes of course um You, you do exactly that. No one kind of questions you, right? Like they're, they're, they are the people that you're talking to. The board that you're talking to is kind of, it's, it's a, it's a, it's some, some very friendly, also frighteningly young folk, um, (laughs) like who are used to, I'm going to sneak off to the bathroom, make a call to the shady dealers that I'm working with. And then
1: come back and let you know,
0: um, what you hear in your surveillance is like a few people talking about a few things. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
0: There's a pair of Russian of low level analysts for this firm talking about like how exciting, how exciting times it is for the company. You know, it's so, it's so much more profitable in the last year or so. Uh, The holiday party is going to (laughs) be outstanding. And you also get, Word of, um, you hear that, uh, you hear the name Aaron Schaller, and you hear basically that Schaller is here on site for a change. You know, people talk about like, even though he's ostensibly the owner of the company, he mostly is retired and leaves running the company to other mm. people. Um, mm. uh, the, uh, the, 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 you do hear the name, you know, they hear, they say like, yeah, you know the young guys. The younger guys like Harry tend to run. You know the more prominent investments, and Aaron just kind of stops in to uh, smile and shake hands.
1: Okay, um, let's see. If he's a, I wanted an invite to this office party because it sounds hella fun. <laughs> um, it's, probably,
0: it's great. It's gonna be great.
1: B, I would then I if he's liked the what i'm wondering now is if he's the big guy mm-hmm. and if he's behind all, well, i don't want to automatically assume that he's like like a vampire
0: but but he's uh, but he's he's a person of interest but
1: in he case. is a person of interest which means that i do kind of want to like keep an eye on him okay um yeah maybe like cuz i can already tell that these baby faced interns probably don't know anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're going to if you're going to get anything out of them, it's either going to be uh the, the two names that you hear floated about as people running things are Aaron or or Michael. You hear you hear the name Michael floated about a few times. Uh Harry Michael and Aaron are the three names you hear floated about. Harry? Harry uh Harry, which is you recognize you, you're certain is yeah. Harry Coleman. Um, Aaron, who is the extensive owner. And then this name, Michael, who they keep, who they call, uh, they call him Mikey, the kid.
1: Mm. Mm Hmm. Yeah. That just screams vampire to me, (laughs) um, to me, Cole, at least, Mm -hmm. uh, I, yeah, I think if Aaron is the one who's like the one who's actually physically around, I'm going to trail, trail, trail them.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah you do exactly that you trail him you um so i think what happens is like you you kind of uh trail him for a little bit and he kind of wanders down a hallway and then kind of stops hard and claps he's carrying a cane old bald man Mm -hmm. claps a cane and is like you know as much as I love feeling important, if you have something to ask me, you could just ask it. And he kind of turns around and stares right at you.
1: <sighs> I'm going to do that, like, like embarrassed fangirl kind of thing that that uh, that people do of, like, the I've been caught, but I'm going to play it off like you're a super cool, like, like business investor, and I know so much about you, and I'm, like, awestruck. Um, and slip into, like... Like, uh, um, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to bother you. Uh, I've, uh, you are. No,
0: oh, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm messing with you. Please, please, please. <laughs> do you want to, do you want to sit and have a coffee and chat? Let's sit and have a coffee.
1: Oh, of chat. course. I've, I've so many questions that I just, I'd love to ask you about your work and just how you became who you are today. Um- oh,
0: please, please, please. There's no need, no need for the interview questions. If you go uh, and, so he sits and he listens to all of your interview questions.
1: <laughs> that I'm just bullshitting.
0: <laughs> yeah. But like, and the vibe you get in talking about them is that like, he clearly doesn't know anything and he's perfectly happy. Like, or at least about mm. the official, the official business of things. Mm-hmm. He clearly, he doesn't like, you're asking him like businessy questions and he tells you a lot. He's like, Oh, I barely touch that stuff anymore. That's mm. really, him. that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's Harry and Michael. They handle all of that stuff. I'm, I'm here to, I'm here to give you a pretty face. Am I right?
1: <laughs> oh God. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> definitely right. Um, uh, let's see.
0: Oh, I said, I can, I can give you something if you want
1: it. Sure.
0: Um, he basically like, you know, he is more than happy to kind of like tell you essentially that like Harry and Michael are running things. And he's like, so if you have interview questions, I can put you in, I can put you in the office with Michael right now.
1: Oh oh my gosh, I would I would love that so much. I'm you know I'm I'm new to the area and I haven't quite found my footing yet. And 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 That's, I would
0: uh, and so like before you know it, you are in a room with Michael Hestridge, uh, a, another another of these baby faced boys. This one shockingly reminds you of Jimmy. Same same Oxbridge accent, mm. same attitude, same uh same school pin. Mm-hmm. Christ, a lot of lot of cross, you you know, and he's uh, you you'd swear they were the spitting image of each other if you didn't uh, if you didn't know any better. And See it, now you that know, makes me
1: think that they actually are the same person, <laughs> or at least they're they're, from they're not the same, the same person,
0: crop. but they're just so uh, interchangeably Oxford Oxford mm. jerks mm-hmm. that like. Mm-hmm. So in talking to him you figure out like he has no idea you know Coleman hasn't been to work in a week or f- a few weeks and frankly Michaels doesn't seem terribly uh terribly interested in that. Mhm. He's like he's he's nothing. Mike Col- Coleman he's nothing. He is he is a he is a non-entity.
1: Oh well that's weird. Has he been working with uh this corporation for for long or is he a new hire?
0: Uh he's been here for a few months. He A he came in alongside some high-level investments. He was brought in as a consultant and just happened to get tied to certain accounts.
1: Oh, that's interesting! It's it's so great that you guys have such a commitment to to keeping. Uh, oh, fuck! What's a good way to say this? To like to to makes up some bullshit about how they're so connected and like wanting to see a human face these days and like how it's good that they have the same people on for, um, all these accounts so you can have accountability and trust and all that bullshit. And Um, he,
0: um, he pretty much cuts right through the bullshit and he's like, uh, don't, don't like, you know, there's, this isn't a, this isn't a newspaper article. We all, you and you and me both know Schaller is not Schaller is a, is a, is an old fraud. And Coleman is, Coleman is working on something tied to some high level accounts that he just happens to get tied to. Frankly, he he's up to something and it's not really my, it's not really my responsibility. And frankly, Coleman's performance in the last few weeks, ever since he started seeing Monsters in the Shadows, None of this is my responsibility. My responsibility is to drive a profitable company.
1: Monsters in the shadows. That doesn't sound too. Well, that doesn't sound too good. has, have you perhaps maybe sent anyone to check on him? If he's having some sort of breakdown,
0: not my responsibility. He can handle himself. It sucks.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Uh,
0: but yeah, so he's basically, he, he's happily like break it down and kind of say, he, look, he started dating this girl, Olga Agripova. She, she got in his head and told him monsters are real or I don't know. He started, he started making claims. He started acting shifty. He started Ooh. acting, you know, he's, he got, he got shifty. This is why, this is why I, you know what? I, I, I shouldn't say more because I don't want to get in trouble.
1: Oh, no, of course. I, I completely understand. And I know you don't really want to soapbox to a stranger.
0: Of course not.
1: Um, oh, I want to push the older thing, but I don't... <sighs> um, you know, they say love makes you crazy. I just, you know, you should avoid... Uh, uh god this sounds really shitty to say um you know you sh- you should avoid certain types of women i guess um um
0: he he so it it does sound shitty to say but he like, like eats it he eats it up because yeah. he's an asshole <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like so he he kind of he's like yeah no he coleman you know with no matter how much he loves his wife he sees a uh, he 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 got to talking to Olga, and suddenly he said he was he was a new man. He huh. fell madly in love, and suddenly where, he where was do you
1: even meet a person like that?
0: And he absolutely like he gives you the name of the bar that they were at. It's like I I was there. It was an office thing, and he kind of he points you exactly in that direction.
1: Perfect. <laughs> Um, I am going to as politely as possible excuse myself from this asshole and yes. um, go get myself a drink.
0: Thank you, I appreciate that because <laughs> I, I am, I am done playing uh, this asshole. <laughs> um. Yeah. So you have a you have you have an address, a bar where Olga is known to hang out. Mm-hmm. Um. You you. Do you, uh, when when and how do you arrive at this bar?
1: Probably late night. Um, Oh, no, probably, I probably do the thing where I arrive, like, kind of early, and then I will just order, like, drinks until it's, like, last call, Mm -hmm. um, just to, like, establish myself in this place, um, and, like check out the bar and stoke people out and stuff. Mm. Um so while I get there early, I don't make a move until late night. Sure.
0: Sure. And you you see you see um a woman comes in, you know, a few people at the bar yell Olga. And so you get a pretty clear idea that mm-hmm. this is Olga. Um and she um is is friendly friendly friendly, gets a phone call, looks very, very serious. Uh, closes it, kind of looks around, and very obviously, like, shakes off the seriousness and, like, looks friendly Mm -hmm. again. You, which, you get the, which, it looks less like she's trying to hide something and more like this friendliness is an act. Like, she is consciously like, blending She's a
1: server. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely get that. Um. I think I'm gonna wait until, like, after a large crowd leaves or, like, uh, once she gets like a break in in her customers, and then I'm gonna go over and sit myself down at the actual bar.
0: Okay. Yep. Um, the bar has mostly cleared out. It's very late. Olga is still here, like talking to people mm-hmm. and making sure to say things like clearly being like, you know, tell 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 so and so when you see them that Olga said hi tonight. Like, tell, mm-hmm. like clear mm-hmm. doing the thing where you clearly give people reason to say, oh yeah, I talked to Olga here.
1: Yeah. Um, when she has a moment, um, I'm going to offer to buy her a drink.
0: She accepts it. She's, she's, she's more than happy to accept it. And she, you know, cheers you, like toasts you and is, and takes a, like orders a, orders a shot and, and fires it back. (laughs) Like, you know, the two of you take a shot together of just the worst, like the worst like bottom shelf booth.
1: Love it. <laughs> um, and then slip into, I guess, casual conversation and go, you look like, or rather, I guess, you look like you could have used a drink.
0: Uh, it's been a long couple of weeks.
1: Not to Not to pry, but is everything okay? I hate to see a pretty lady upset.
0: Yes, well, you know, business is business, and... Uh, well, uh, an associate has, uh, gone missing. It's...
1: Oh, my. Well, you never know what lurks in the night.
0: This is true. Uh, well, there's monsters in the shadows. You know what they say.
1: (laughs) I can honestly say that I do.
0: She goes, and she, like, looks at you for a long time? I so this is this is a moment where I'm going off book because because of everything that has happened in the other two episodes and this <laughs> feels exciting to me and she goes yes I bet you do Agent Khan
1: I was like halfway through taking a drink um, and just to be so called out I like choked and set my drink down
0: yes I did I've, I've been trying for five years to get a spit take on camera. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, well, I, uh, I, I'm glad my, I, I'm curious as to why my presence is so well known around here, but.
0: Well, around here, not so much. It's, it's well known among, and she kind of pauses and at that moment you see, she pauses and at that moment you see two people come from a back room and she kind of makes eye contact. Uh, it's a, it's a. older woman it's an older like an older woman mm-hmm. and uh you know a typical like uh brute right like big yeah. big muscle guy yeah. muscle guy in a an fitting boy. suit
1: yeah yeah
0: she leans back and she's like well uh, uh, around these parts is a, <laughs> is, a, is a tough way to say i would more so describe it as uh among my employers and she kind of smiles a little too wide as she kind of says that
1: Ah, um, as they come out, I'm going to, I'm gonna take a, like, fuck, hold on, um, what would Leila have? Um, yeah, I think I'm just gonna take, like, a bar napkin and write my burner phone number down on it, and was like, if you'd like to get another drink sometime, um, and talk about some found friends you can find me here
0: and she she kind of um she pauses and she's like so you're giving associates of the vampire that you've terrorized and whose (laughs) agents you've murdered your burner phone number
1: you seem like someone who might be on my side
0: Uh, and she pauses and she's like Now, what would give you that idea? And she kind of looks back and, like, causes them to pause and, like, makes the two people behind her pause for a second. She's like, what exactly gives you that idea?
1: We have a associate um, who I believe has good taste.
0: Coleman sent you.
1: (laughs) Coleman didn't send me.
0: And she kind of pauses and, like, steps back and she's like, okay.
1: I sent me
0: all right, I'm listening. And she like, she, she shoes them away. So I'm listening.
1: Oh goodness. You're listening but I have absolutely nothing to say. <laughs> well, so
0: you, you fill her, you fill so, her in on the Coleman situation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I, I fill, I fill her in about like uh, not everything that I've learned, but like, oh, that um, he's gone missing and a couple of, uh, old friends of mine wanted to find him um, and that there's some shady shit going down with the uh, with just all of this in general um, and like give a little bit of my backstory too
0: and she 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 smiles and she's like oh please okay alright interesting well um, then perhaps we are on the same side after all and she kind of shoos them away again and she's like Here's what I know, and perhaps you and I could strike a deal. You see, we, uh, well, I, have been dating Coleman for a few months because Coleman is the head of an investment firm that has stake in a piece of property that I and my associate, uh, you know, Carlisle, right? You've, you've You've met Carlisle. Carlisle being Ugh. one of the vampires that you've you yeah. haven't met him directly but you fucked him over in like Yeah,
1: situations. I just small smile and briefly well, uh
0: Carlisle wants to get some information out of a, out of this um well, this uh piece of property. It's a uh, an old research lab. There's something in it that Our associates seem to believe is incredibly valuable, and we want it. And Coleman seemed like the best person to get it. So we dated for a while. Perhaps I planted an idea or two in his head. Hmm. Monsters in the shadows. And we figured it was best to... We figured we could... Get him to get us access to this piece of property. However, uh, it seems it seemed things backfired a bit, hmm. um, and we lost him. It seems he went rogue. It seems he <sighs> made a call. It seems he said he was going to handle it. He had his own people, and he was going to Mm -hmm. break in and find this information himself. He said he was going off about vampires are real, which, and she kind of last, is ridiculous. Of course. Of course. And he said he was going to go off and do it himself. That's, frankly, the last I've heard of it.
1: And... (sighs) That makes things a bit difficult. Do you know what he found? Uh, What he found
0: I don't but we know where he found it And she Takes out her own piece of lipstick And on a separate napkin (laughs) writes down Like writes down like some uh, GPS coordinates that like You can pull up on your phone and it pulls you To like a small research base On an island in a lake Surrounded by like way out in the middle of the woods Mm.
1: Well I do need a new pair of hiking boots
0: don't we all so here well but now we come to the deal part of this equation yes we 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 work in deals in our industry
1: mm-hmm. some may say oh, okay
0: get us this information get us uh find what i wish we could be more specific but frankly our information is not the best mm-hmm. find what is on this island bring it back meet me here with whatever it is and We, well, my employer, we are a forgiving bunch. (laughs) I know, I know, but suffice it to say, we can be convinced to be a forgiving bunch.
1: I just want to know if Coleman is still alive.
0: If he is. I don't have any information better than you do, but if he is, he'll be there.
1: <sighs> okay. Um, I make no promises, but I'll see what I can find.
0: This is all we ask.
1: Can you give me any more information about what I'm looking for, or should I just bring back anything <sighs> I can get my hands on?
0: We all we know is Carlisle is always in the vested interest of mm, acquiring assets, is the wrong word, but <laughs> like minded individuals who can add to his numbers. He mm-hmm. is lo- lonely, is the romantic way to put it. <laughs> We suspect something or someone, a member of the family perhaps, is there. Alive, dead, undead, unalive, we're unsure. sure. But something or someone, we want brought back.
1: Uh, Alright, bringing back a person is going to be a little bit tougher than bringing back a manila folder, but...
0: I'll I see mean, what- you were already bringing back one person, what's <laughs> two?
1: I have two hands <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> for both this reason. Um, all right. You got yourself a deal. All
0: right. So we cut to, uh, we cut to a boat arriving on, we cut to a boat arriving on a lake um, and arriving on an island, the research base it is uh clearly or er, apparently abandoned like no one's been here a mm-hmm. while right like um
1: like i had net- to pay the boat driver like 50 bucks to actually even get me out here onto this island
0: yes and when and when when he was told where you were going he was like why would i drive over poisoned why would i drive over poison toxin water <laughs> to take you to an abandoned resort research- i'll rent you the boat for 200 and and so you you rent the boat you drive <laughs> over uh it is abandoned there is overgrown plants everywhere mm-hmm. the only the the, the only fresh seeming thing are are marks gouged in the mud several heavy things were dragged from the shore into the woods
1: okay um i can use uh you have
0: track uh trade craft which which will give you some 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 uh like, spy-like
1: Yeah, I want to, like... If I do Diligent Investigate check, I want to figure out what happened here and then make um, my way further in.
0: So, what you have found is... Like, you're looking at these these big things and mm-hmm. they're definitely, like, canisters. There's, there's ridges in the dirt. Somebody um, has been dragging canisters from the shore. You can kind of see that they're being, like, dragged and sort of picked up and sort of, um... They're like, getting dragged moved and to a different through. location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moved into, okay. like, the, into the facility. Like, okay. You're getting, you're, and, um, you see, like, you kind of are able to follow those, right? Like, you're able to follow those without leaving tracks because you're right. a spy. Right, and
1: I make sure and, that the boat is stashed and unseen yep. from the shore.
0: Um, you find that they are kind of going to a shed where there is, uh... There are hazmat suits, and there is actually a, a like a rowboat alongside, like alongside the shed. Someone has clearly been like going to the mainland, taking things, mm. canisters, and dragging them. Um, there, there's a shed here where there's a shed here. You enter it, and uh, I'm gonna ask you for a cool check because you see that there are folding chairs, there's nylon rope, duct tape, and uh, a whole lot of blood stains.
1: Mm, great. Um, I'm going to. I have a two cool. So I rolled. Oh, and a five.
0: Great. A uh, chill runs down your spine. You have fought the undead before, so you. But but you know very clearly that this is. Uh, this is clearly a vampire like feeding arrangement, right? Yeah. Like this is clearly everything you, that people need. Um, but what you also notice there are, um, like like um there are blood like bags like they're not feeding directly off of the people that they've tied up here they're clearly feeding they're clearly like draining this blood and doing something with it whether they're mixing it with something or mm. injecting it later like clearly something is wrong with it
1: we we probably see her like moving from the the blood stained chair over to some of the like counters there and like seeing the splatter and um like analyzing it in her mind um yes can i take a hazmat suit yes um i don't want to put it on right now but i i want to i want to have it just in case
0: uh as you you grab the hazmat suit just in time to hear And, like, you're kind of half in shadow as you hear, like, the shed door of this, like, feeding chamber kind of start to open a little bit. Mm. And, like, you hear dragging behind you and, like, a grunting, like, a a very, like, gurgly grunting.
1: Cool. Uh, There's no place for me to hide in here.
0: Um, Uh, You could probably find, you could probably find a spot. I mean... There's probably a there's probably some shadows that you could at least crouch.
1: In. Yeah, I'm gonna crouch, confirm that there's only one person, and then when I have time, I'm going to you know jump them. I think.
0: Okay, um, so give me a conceal roll.
1: Yeah. Oh, that is also five.
0: All right, um, you uh, you have to lay low for a little while. You watch. You see what is you see a not quite zombie,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not quite, uh, some definitely like a rotting sort of zombie is probably the hmm. closest way to describe them. Um, like- soaked body, rotting flesh, dragging a giant barrel. And they start grabbing these like blood pouches off of the wall and like grabbing them and throwing them over their shoulder. And like, it takes a while, but you have, but you at least have time. You have like, they- he hasn't noticed you. So you have time to either jump him, shoot him, track him, trail him, whatever you want to do.
1: Oh, yeah, I am going to trail him then. Because um, I okay. was thinking it was like he was riding in like a body or something. But now I know that the groaning is coming from this um, like thrall zombie. I'm going to yeah. just I, I feel safe enough and them being dumb enough that they're unawares that I can just follow them.
0: Um, yep. So you, you trail him. You trail him. He's dragging these, he's dragging these blood things, and they, you follow him. Um, give me an infiltration roll.
1: Yeah. Ooh, that's a four.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. So you, um, there's a few moments where you're almost caught, and it's because there are more of these like zombie things mm-hmm. like stalking the island. Uh, you have to lay low. You you have to probably take one of them out and like. Uh...
1: Yeah, we like we see her like crouched uh behind some like some foliage, and one steps like directly in front of her. Um, mm-hmm. and as it like turns to look, she just shoves a knife through its brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and as it collapses, she drags it back into the underbrush.
0: And you, yeah, you follow. You follow, you follow, and um, you go into this lab and mm-hmm. there's just like bloody handprints on the wall. There are broken windows. Clearly this, there was at some point a, there's no other way to describe it. There was a riot inside of mm-hmm. this this lab and a lot of people, well, th- I'd say died, but they <laughs> seem to be walking among you. You, you, yeah. get, you. you do finally get a good look at this lab worker and he's wearing a tattered lab coat. Or rather, the zombie is wearing a tattered lab coat. Does
1: it still have, like, a name tag on it?
0: Uh, it does. It's got, like, the full outfit. Like, clearly all of these people are clearly, like, researchers. Yeah. That were converted into something unholy. Yeah. Um, you get inside, like, you get inside and there is strung up with, uh, like, IVs and, uh, there are half-empty barrels. There are like two or three people, um, with uh, handcuffs on. Uh, Starting up like blood bags. No, actually, they are handcuffed um to like dining room chairs. There's a makeshift oh. dining room set up in oh, like good. one of these like lab centerpieces. Oh
1: god! Uh, you
0: recognize Harry Coleman immediately. There's one or two other people in like similar outfits, um, but like Harry Coleman is is there actually. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to veto that and say it's just Harry Coleman. Harry Coleman is there, like, handcuffed to a chair, and sitting at a makeshift throne with IVs attached and several half-empty barrels of, like, a chemical that is being mixed uh, in these these blood bags is you've never seen a blue vampire before or like a sort of quite like the neon shade of blue that this vampire was, but hmm. definitely seems to be injecting blood in a way that you've never seen a vampire inject blood. Hmm. And like, he's just whispering like, hurry, hurry. I need, uh, you know, I, you know, I need the blood to stay. Uh, just do you. Oh my God. This is why I don't chow on zombies. <laughs> this is why zombies. Oh my God. <laughs> and harry coleman is like rolling his eyes and he's like again with this
1: my first instinct is to not step into this okay my first instinct is to cut off his supply which means okay as like incognito as i can take out as many zombies as i can
0: Okay. Uh give me a fighting roll for that. Or okay. a fighting and I'll allow you to add your shooting dice to that so you can roll more than two dice.
1: Uh what is my shooting die? Is
0: that also two. It's also, also two.
1: Okay. I'm just gonna do one and one for now. So I'll roll do two. Do one
0: and one, and then if you want to roll more dice, like I'll tell you where yeah.
1: you're at. Oh, I rolled a five and a six. I like these dice.
0: Beautiful. Um yeah, okay. So um you um you got an eleven. If you get a thirteen, you can uh, clear out all of the all of the zombies. Mm. At an eleven, you clear out like most of. I'll say. Well, I'll say you clear out all the zombies either way. Eleven's good enough. You clear mm-hmm. out the zombies. At a thirteen, you do it without being like obviously detected, except mm. for maybe except for the one zombie that was like clearly setting up the supply yeah. of
1: chemicals. Okay. Um, I will add another. Oh, I don't want to use up all my fighting. Um, so could I use another shooting? Yeah, for sure. Actually, what would be better for fucking Go for fucking up vampires?
0: Um, either one's fine. You're a spy, like cool. you, you know how to you know how to shoot a vampire. You've got like right. UV UV bullets, like we're in Blade.
1: I got a, I I got a two. That's so a I've,
0: thir- I've that's a thirteen.
1: Barely sneak under.
0: So the vamp the. Mm-hmm. The only zombie that's left is the one that's like plugging in uh this vampire. Yeah. Um, I and-
1: Sorry, I kind of imagine like the, the the neon blue vampire is like monologuing on his throne yeah. and just in the background we see her just like stabbing and just taking out zombies. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And um I think halfway through, um, like, Harry sees you and is, Mm -hmm. like, very clearly trying to, like, play it cool. (laughs) He's like, "Mm, mm hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but finally, like, he gets up and he, like, unplugs himself from the IVs and he's, like, stretching. He's like, oh, my God. I hate that they got me hooked on the synthetic stuff. It's just not (laughs) the same, but, uh, and it just, uh, but I'm here now. And he's, like, talking to Harry, pulls up a chair. I'm here now. And that means... Uh finally, finally, I'm full, I'm finally ready to, and his fangs start to come out, I'm finally ready to feast.
1: Wait, hold on, so, he gets hopped up on all this blood, he's full, and now he wants to eat.
0: Uh, yes, because you noticed, like, as he was getting, well, as he was getting plugged in, you noticed that, like, he's much more, um... Like physically filled out than he was. Oh,
1: like he was, okay. So,
0: like, like literally, they have to like this. This synthetic blood is like filling his body so that he can like stay mm, like replenish.
1: Okay, cool. This,
0: this is eating for fun, not yeah. Forgetting.
1: Yep, yeah. Um, this is like getting full on breadsticks and then just eating dessert. Yeah. Um. <laughs> cool. Um, I am. At that point, going to make myself known by shooting this fucko in the head.: Do it. cool. All right, guys, come on. That's a four.
0: Uh, that's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you, you shoot and like you catch him like dead in the heart, and he just kind of like stumbles over and stands up. Roll one more D6 as like Coleman kicks back and kicks a table at him
1: cool. come on that is another four
0: okay Um. yeah so he kicks a table onto him he falls back he stands up like you shot him in the heart with a UV bullet mm-hmm. and he is now just standing up and he is fine clearly Um. and as this is happening you see that there are um, you see that there are like, manacles on the throne that he was sitting in. There's, like, one of those, um, you know, like, the headpieces they put on Wolverine? I don't know what you would even call them, but, like, it's, like, a Cerebro-type thing that they put down on the head.
1: Um, One of those types of deals. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It looks kind of like a hair dryer that you see in, like, a 50s thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, I get that.
0: It's very clearly like a sci. You're clearly seeing this as like a sci-fi lab. Yeah. There's like a uh, there's like a name tag on it that says Koshe, <laughs> and clearly, uh, like all the signs point to this being some sort of genetically engineered super vampire that yeah. seems to have broken out from his coffin, or seems to have broken out from being a lab rat and turned into the head of the,
1: yeah. the head of the
0: the fortress.
1: That's not great. <laughs> um, and he's.
0: Just stands up and he like touches at his heart and he's like, Ow!
1: Sorry to interrupt Rude. dinner.
0: Oh, this wasn't dinner. This was dessert. <laughs> and he like Coleman is like back on his back, trying to like tear through the chair as this vampire like lurks toward, like lurches towards you.
1: Well, uh, it seems I'm a little a little late for dinner and a show, but why not run out? Why not try and run off that meal, huh? Um, and I'm gonna, like, taunt this vampire closer, uh, mm-hmm. and more away from Coleman.
0: He's absolutely by, he buys into it a hundred percent, and he, like, lunges at you. Give me an athletics, and I'll let you add uh, evasion to that.
1: Cool. Oh, that's <laughs> a seven total. I rolled a two and a five.
0: Uh, that is enough to, like, keep him occupied mm-hmm. long enough for Coleman to like break his um, long enough for Coleman to break his, his handcuff. Mm-hmm. But, but the two of you are now uh, you're cornered. He's kind of behind it. I'm going to say, take two bonus dice towards fighting. But uh, if you don't succeed at this fighting role, if you don't get a, if you don't get a, uh, if you don't get, well, if you get an eight or less on this with your, with your four dice, you, it is over.
1: With four, okay. Yeah. Um,
0: Cool. Between the two of you, you're 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 facing this down once once and for all.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. That's uh six, a five, a three, and a one. Um. Fifteen. God, math. Um. Fifteen.
0: Fifteen.
1: Yeah, fifteen. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Um, describe describe the killing blow on this on this genetic super vampire.
1: Huh. Okay, so you mentioned the, like, Cerebro helmet. Yeah. And I imagine there are a whole bunch of wires and stuff. Yep. I imagine for this fight, we see a whole lot of, like, Layla, like, leading him around the space, Um, and kind of, like, almost like a cat toy, like, the idea of a cat toying with a mouse, and that they, like, almost just get you, and then they race off to, like, try and get you again. And you keep almost letting them grab you Mm -hmm. Um, until that point. They've become so tangled up in the wires. She's able to like, like wrap one around his throat and use it to decapitate him.
0: Exactly what it takes. Um, And I think as that's happening, Coleman like flips a switch and it like electro shots. And he just like, his head comes off, he explodes. There's gore everywhere. Um, and you are, you are left standing, this vampire is gone, but, uh, and so, uh, I think we, we have one closing scene. hmm I think we have one closing scene, um, I think- As it's the two of you kind of standing on the shore. Yeah. So... Uh I guess I owe you an apology.
1: <laughs> um Leila <laughs> lights up a cigarette. Yeah, I guess you do.
0: Well, uh on top of the on top of it, can I bum a cigarette off? i of <laughs> I've had a rough I've had a rough week. Uh
1: pushes uh tosses the pack to him. Um <sighs> You know your girlfriend's a vampire, right?
0: Yeah, I you know, I, I'm not going to say I put that together, but now that you say it it checks out, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's kind of what I get for cheating, honestly.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Speaking of, people are wondering where you are. Yeah, I bet they probably are. I bet
0: they probably are. We, uh, but...
1: You know, so what... <laughs> they think you're dead, right? So you don't have to come back. I can tell them whatever you want me to.
0: Then where do we, where do we, where do, where do we, where do I, what happens now? You got, I need, and he kind of sits and he's like, I guess you and I have to have a talk because if, if it's all true and, and he kind of gestures to all of the like viscera that is covering Mm -hmm. him, it's all true. Then what the fuck? Why are we, why are we running fake investment (sighs) firms? What is happening here? What happens now? We can't go back to shore because I'm assuming if you're here, then... And I'm assuming if you knew that she's a vampire, that means they probably sent you here. Which means they're probably waiting for us at the shore, probably with guns.
1: Well, they did ask me to bring back... Oh, I should have specified whether or not they wanted him alive or not. Well, they did ask me to bring back their buddy in there. um, Or at least tell of the research that was going on. But, I mean... We have a boat, and there are plenty of other shores we can go to. If you want, you can uh, join me for now until you get back on your feet, and we can delve into all of this, or I can tell you that the folks on that island were criminally insane and dealing with things beyond whatever God had planned, but there are no such thing as vampires and you can go back to your life i'm not going to be the one to make that decision for you
0: and he he takes another long drag of his cigarette and he's like so what's what's what shore are we headed to next then
1: (laughs) uh tell you what let's go oh fuck maps um I hear the UK is nice this time of year once they've figured out what Brexit, uh, what's going on with Brexit. I I hear it's a pretty nice and all that chaos we could probably sneak in.
0: Yeah, that's probably not the hardest place to sneak into at this exact moment. And the two of you get onto a boat and sail off into the night. And that is the (laughs) end of our Night's Black Agents (laughs) three-parter. Cole, thank you so much for playing this with me. This was a blast.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: (laughs) This was so much, so much fun. So real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find you and your work online?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at King Coal Miner, Cold spilled C-O-L-E. Or you can find all of most, a lot of the work that I've done. I haven't updated that website because I do a lot of stuff, but you can find most of the work I'm doing on uh, coalburkhart.card.co. And that's card with two R's.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much for doing the show. This was a delight. And for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, Pass Me, and thanks again to Cole for coming on the show. That game was just absolutely so much fun. What a great three-part series of episodes, three wonderful guests, three wonderful games. I loved it, I loved it, I loved it, I cannot say that enough. Thank you for listening, thank you for playing with me, Cole. Thank you again to Grant and Biz, thank you all three of you. This was a wonderful experience, I had a whole blast of fun with it. Be sure to check the show notes for more information about Knights Black Age and Solo Ops, the Piece of Cake Podcasting Network, the Null and Void Podcast, and be sure to follow Cole on Twitter at KingColeMiner. Cole is also, I should mention, a phenomenal podcast producer and editor who is available for commissions. A lot of people, I think, are considering making podcasts or getting into podcasting at this moment. I really cannot emphasize enough that, um... A good editor, a good producer, someone who can handle the behind the scenes aspect is incredibly, absurdly valuable. And I can tell you that Cole is professional and quick and extremely, they, they know what they're talking about extremely, extremely well. And so if you are looking for a podcast editor, producer, get in touch with them. Then after you follow them on Twitter at KingColeMiner, follow us at Party of One Pod, like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast, join our Discord community at bit.ly slash Party of One Discord. Uh, head to our merch store at bit.ly slash party of one merch and check out all my fantasy children a character creation storytelling and world building podcast on the one shot podcast network powered by you every week my best friend Aaron katano saez and i take a listener submitted prompt we spin it into an original fantasy character and we populate a shared universe one story at a time newest episodes drop every friday ish at one shot podcast.com Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. Speaking of phenomenal editors and producers without whom the show would not exist, uh, I think it's safe to say that we would not have gone on for 200 episodes were it not for Jen Frank running things behind the scenes. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Mega Rain featuring the d Sluggers, and the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates coming onto the show and press coverage, you can email me at partyof1podcast at gmail.com. And I think that's it. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self love and self care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody.